Welcome to Take It With You, live radio theater from Duluth, Minnesota. I'm Blake Thomas, your host, bartender, chief troubadour, and general roustabout. Enjoy the show. Coming, I'm coming. I'm coming. Hello? <laughs> yes, we, yes, we have a view of the lake. Yes, the snow is clear. There's no, no issues with parking. <laughs> well, you, yes, we, we, we have a pinball machine, but no, we don't have a claw game where you can grab lobsters from a tank. I, I'm a little confused as to what that is. I, hello? All right, then. Yellow. Wait, se seriously, there, there are no bar napkins to be found anywhere. Yes, I'll hold. <coughs> Who are you talking to? I'm on hold. How are you doing today, Bill? <laughs> you know there's a cartoon with a talking sponge. Yes, I, I do. It's it's SpongeBob SquarePants. It's been around for crazy. <laughs> yep, still here. Yeah, great, thanks. You seem upset. Yeah, a little. My bar napkins won't be here till Friday. Oh, Jesus Christ on a crutch! Wouldn't be surprised that the whole world stopped spinning on its axis. Really, that's what you're concerned about. Give me a drink. You gotta have bar napkins. Well, sure, you gotta have bar napkins. You know, your predicament reminds me of a story. Do tell, Beer. Thanks. Well, so my grandmother, she was a, a missionary in India, long time ago, and she told us of this story, how the villages, they would uh, deal with the snakes. Not garter snakes, mind you. Pythons. Well, they'd form a pig pen by hammering a ring of stakes into the ground. Then they'd put a pig in the middle of the pen. The stakes are just far enough apart so the pig can't get out. But the snake, it can get in. Snake eats the pig whole. So now the snake can't get out. Right, so, so where do the bar napkins come in? <laughs> they don't. I just wanted to change the subject because your napkin problem is stupid and boring. Yeah, all right. You want to try running this place, Bill? No, thank you. Ah, give me another. And play a song, kid. I don't come here for the ambience. All right, Bill. Coney Island, San Francisco Bay How my mistakes seem to follow You take the high road, I'll take the low Maybe we'll meet up tomorrow Well, kindness is the currency of the free and the poor 
There's nothing in this whole wide world that she can't afford. She give me love, but don't beg for more—a little peace in a world of war. Well, I've got some old flames that still burn. No matter how far I roam. But I'll keep yours lit in the window of my soul, in case you can't find your way back home. Well, kindness is the currency of the free and the poor. There's nothing in this whole wide world that she can't afford. She give me love, but don't beg for more. Little peace in a world of war. No. Kind of rest that I receive in your arms, so strange and pocket watch rare. If I couldn't put it down in song, gladly cut off all of my hair. 'Cause kindness is the currency of the free and the poor. There's nothing in this whole wide world. She can't afford. She give me love. Don't beg for more. A little peace in a world of war. A little peace in a world of war. Man, yeah, I, I know this is your joint and all, but I could use a little help here. There's a party of six in the back. I need a pitcher of margaritas, two house whites, a cranberry vodka, and a round of hippie nipples. What's a hippie nipple? I don't know. Put something in a shot glass and make it taste like a seven-year-old would like it. Hey, put some patchouli in it. Uh, hey, Bill. Hey, Mary. You're looking just as lovely as ever. When are you gonna run away with me? Well, as soon as Blake here gives me a day off. Take tomorrow off. No, no, no. I know, I know. I'll take a day as soon as I've made enough tips to pay off my student loans. Well, don't wait too long. There's a napkin crisis that just may be the end of us all. Huh? Yeah, pay no attention to him. Here we go. Six hippie nipples. You know, I was at Woodstock. That's great, Bill. Yeah, Mary, why don't you jump up and sing a song with me? 
Oh yeah, now now we're talking. No, no, I've got to bring these back. You do not want to keep a bachelorette party waiting. They are armed with a swag of penis-shaped projectiles. Oh, come on, you hardly ever sing anymore. And Bill here doesn't come for the ambiance. No, I don't need an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it time, Bill. Come on, Mayor, just one of my favorites. Uh, well, see, maybe you have the luxury to sit around crooning, but um, I have money to make. Well, it's either you sing, or I let Bill here do his stand-up routine. Ha! A hooker, a priest, and a penguin. They walk into a bar, and they have all got Okay, okay, okay. All, all right, I'll go. I'll do it. <laughs> Works <Okay>. every time. <laughs> Raindrops on the windowpane Long to hear you say to me on some distant holiday when the world is married to my dreams. I can just see us now in our autumn years, talking and laughing about all the winter, spring, and summer days. It took to lead us here, raindrops falling from the sky, and the teardrops in my eyes make it hard to see the moon that surely waits to shine till the world is married to my dreams. I know. play this hurtful game I can just see us now Talking and laughing about all the winter, spring, and summer days it took to lead us here. Raindrops collect along the drive, and the puddles filled with streetlight gently take their time. But me, I am dancing in my mind till the world is married to my dreams. When the world See, gotta go. Um, they're getting restless back there. Good Lord. If you don't hurry up, I'm gonna run away with that girl. Oh, Just I'd... you wait. Yeah, don't doubt it, Bill. You're quite a catch. Sure, sure. And I'm not the only fish in the sea, you know. Yeah, okay, Bill. 
Before you say or do anything uncool, you better check with Steve and Jamie. They're the ones with their fingers on the pulse of a community you didn't know existed. Hey, Steve. Hey. Uh, who's your friend? Oh, that's Jamie. Well, I don't believe we've had the pleasure. I'm Blake. Uh, I don't shake hands. It's an archaic gesture of male dominance. Totally. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I hadn't heard that before. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> what can I get for you? Uh, PBR in a can, but I want you to pour it into this plastic bag so that I can put it inside this oven mitt. Cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and for you, Jamie? Rail gin with mint. mint. Put it in this raccoon skull and give me a straw. Oh, nice skull. Yeah? <laughs> Thanks. Traded some homeless guy for it. Would you trade him? My Daft Punk mixtape. <gasps> Idiot. They're so corporate. Electronic music is dead anyway. Uh, technology is a jail. So jail. <laughs> oh my god. Did you just see what Willow tweeted? Doesn't she know that gutter punk was dead like two years ago? Oh, so dead. So, so what kind of music are you guys into? Uh, I listen to 60s garage rock, re-recorded onto a mini cassette, then played to this old answering machine that I got off Craigslist. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. yeah. I record heartbeats with a stethoscope mm. and mix it on top of bird sounds, then... I transmit it with a low-wattage AM transmitter and listen to it through a 1940s tube radio. Also David Bowie. Yeah. Naturally. <clears throat> what do you listen to? The death rattle of corporate America? <laughs> yeah. He totally does. Well, th this morning I was listening to a Bonnie Raitt record I got from my mom. Well, like in an ironic way? Like, were you listening to it backwards and through a civil rights era megaphone or something? Yeah. No, you know, just four words on my record player. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh. I thought you said this place was cool. I'm sorry. Let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, Before you say or do anything uncool, you better check with Steve and Jamie. You know, in my day, if people walked around looking like that, let alone talking like that, they could legally get punched in the throat. Yeah, they're not so bad. Everybody just wants to fit in. What? I thought their whole shtick was that they don't want to fit in. Well, kind of. They, they want to fit in with the other people who don't want to fit in, but they don't want to admit that they don't want to fit in. And when too many people are not fitting in together, they have to find another group. It's complicated. <laughs> Yeah, that hurts my mind to think about. And that's what beer is for. Here. <laughs> Take a shot out of my belly button! Do it! Okay, slut. <laughs> hey, what can I get for you? Hey, I was uh, wondering if I could get an application. We don't really have applications. Uh, do you have a resume? Uh, yeah, I have one here somewhere. I just moved up here from Minneapolis and I've been job hunting like a crazy person. I'm Andy, by the way. Blake, nice to meet you. Yeah, this time of year can be pretty tough for finding work. Oh, here it is. There you go. 
Great, so what, what type of work are you looking for? Uh, anything. Because it doesn't look here like you have any bar experience. No, not yet, but I'm, I'm looking really or hard to get some. serving experience. Uh, no, not yet, but I'm looking real hard, and I'm open to that, too. So. Uh, speaking of opening things. <laughs> All right, Bill. Well, I got to tell you, we really only hire people that have had some previous experience. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I get it. But, oh, well, if you change your mind. Well, look, sit down. Job hunting is the worst. I'll buy you a beer. Cool, thanks. Not a problem. We're doing a special on Blacklist beer this month. That okay? Sure. So, what brings you to Duluth? Uh, music. Yeah, you're a musician? No, not really. I mean, I sing. Do you play instruments? Uh, not yet, but I'm planning on it. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> yeah, I just, I just really, I, I love to sing. Well, let's hear it. Sing something. Really? Oh, yeah. Kind of weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> get up and go. Get up and go. You've just got to get up and go. Pick up your feet, move to the beat. Get up. I don't know, it's kind of something I've been working on, but. Well, I think it's really important to have a creative outlet. Yeah, you know, it's, it's helped me through a lot of things in my life, so. Shots, 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 shots. Okay, everyone, it's time to bob for dildo. <laughs> I'm hungry. Let's get a pizza. Okay, I may have to strangle those women. Start thinking of how you might dispose of a number of bodies. I killed a man once. Might want to keep that one to yourself, Bill. Uh, well, Blake, you uh, heard the ladies. Shots! 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 Okay, yeah, and six apple teenies. Oh, you got one! It's a big one! Yeah, it is a big one. Where are my shots? Yeah, shots! Yeah, do you see what I'm up against? You need some help? Oh, yes, that would be great. Can you put an order into Luce? They want some pizza, too. Yeah, not me, though. Andy here. What? Really? Yeah, why don't you follow Mary tonight? We'll see how it goes. I didn't know we were hiring Blake. <laughs> Should I chug my beer? No, you can, you can bring it with you. Fun. So, your name is Mary? Yeah. Cool, I'm Andy. Nice to meet you. This way. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, don't get too excited. We're not hiring. That kid's pretty tall. That'd be good for changing light bulbs or smashing bugs that are really high or tickling a giant. <laughs> yeah, we could use someone else around here. And I know that feeling of being out of work. It's terrifying. Uh, no, uh, jellyfish are terrifying. Well, you got that right. Uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, Mary's not too wild about having to deal with new personalities. Yeah, she likes the people that are already in her life. Wink, 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 wink. All right, Bill. Just saying. I don't know why you two don't just get back together. Uh, things change. Life shifts. Yeah, I want to hear that song about the, um, the underwater rainbows. Coming right up. <laughs> If you cry underwater, does anybody know that you're crying? If you blink in a tunnel, does anybody know that you're blinking? And when you see a rainbow, do you ever think that it's frowning? And if you do, does it make you stop and smile? It's a strange old world. An underwater tunnel, frowning rainbow kind of world 
But the strangest thing Is the love that you bring To this strange old fool A string of words A couplet of pearls That tells a lovely story Told on a porch swing as the day is fading and the oysters calmly waiting on an underwater porch swing too so open me up put me in a velvet box with no bow and present me to the one that you love so and on and on it goes you might want to write down what i'm saying sure will do so, those stairs lead up to the roof. The door locks behind you, so don't go up there unless you never want to come down. Or go up there, I don't care. Cool, yeah, I probably won't go up there. Okay, chug your beer, we're going to the beer cage. Oh, cool. Do you know what that is? No. Oh my god, a cage you put beer in. <laughs> Duh, that makes sense. I mean, not really, but whatever. Well, I mean, I guess that way no one will steal it. It's all the way in the basement, so no one's going to steal it. Okay, down this dark staircase. You first. Yeah, you're right. That, that would be a lot of work just for some beer. Well, we sell really good beer, so actually it's not that far-fetched. Oh, yeah? What's the fa your favorite beer that you sell? It changes constantly. Okay, this is the basement. Ooh, creepy. Yeah, I know. It's, like, really old, plus it's haunted, so be really careful. Yikes, I will. Seriously, be really careful. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a ghost in my apartment once that I lived in Minneapolis. And it okay, was these are the bar keys. You need to get the bar keys from Blake in order to open the cage. Got it. Oh, do you? Got it? Yeah, okay, I haven't even told you which keys opens the cage yet. There's a ton of keys. So I came up with the system. The black key is for the beer cage. Black equals beer. Got it? Got it. Did you write that down? All right. Black equals beer. All right, um... You just stay here. I need to go upstairs for a second. Okay. Hey, the lights went out. I can't really see. Mary? Katie. Mary? Cat. Out. I'm still down here. Cat. Is this part of the training? Mary! Mary! God, stepping such a pussy. Okay, let's see how much you can lift. Grab three kegs and bring them, bring them upstairs. I don't think I can lift three kegs at once. Pussy, get up here. Great, now we're up here. Okay, have you ever tended bar before? No. Perfect candidate to work in a bar, Blake. Thanks, Mayor. Okay, when you pull the tappers, always do it from the base. If you pull from the top, it can snap off and you'll cut yourself and bleed to death. Oh no. You gonna get that? Are you busy? No, but... Did you write that 
Last thing down. Okay, try to keep up here. I'm so sorry. Hello? Mary! <laughs> oh, Mary! Oh, thank God. Uh, Zach, but I can hardly hear you. Is everything okay? No! No, no, things are definitely not okay. Where are you? I'm at the Bayfield Ice Caves. What? Wait, okay, the, the, the things everyone went to see this past winter? Zach, it's springtime. I know, I know! I missed my window. Yeah, it's just a, a water cave now. It's all slush and gunk. It looks like my neighbor's driveway. Is that Zach? Tell him hi. He went to the ice caves. Why? Why'd he go there now? Blake wants to know why you went there now. Because it's the opportunity of a lifetime. Oh my God, a fish just jumped. Okay, Zach! <laughs> it was the opportunity of a lifetime two months ago. Why didn't you go in February? Busy. What about that entire weekend you spent watching House of Cards? Exactly. I was busy. Well, are you safe out there? Oh, no. no not at all. I may or may not come back from this. Okay. Yep, I'm, I'm hanging up now. No, Mary! I... Is he okay? He's fine. Okay, Andy, where do you pull the tappers from? Uh, the base. Good. Try it. Pour me a blacklist. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Did something go wrong? Ah, uh, no, the keg's just out. I'll go change it. Well, no, I was just down there. We're, we're out of blacklist. Did someone say out of blacklist? <laughs> Brian Schausenbach! <laughs> Hey, Brian Schonsenbach. Yeah, I did. Like four seconds ago. How'd you even hear that? Well, Blake, it's easy. I can hear an empty keg from a mile away. <laughs> I've always wanted to dabble in beer making. So, I mean, for someone like myself who has never done it, how would you recommend getting into it? Um, I'd start simple. Uh, read books, buy, they, you know, there's a, some, some great sites online that you can buy homebrewing kits from. And they start as simple as, as it can be. You have a pot, you have some water, you boil, you get a fermenter. And then as it goes along, you can, you know, you can increase. Uh, I, I would not try to overwhelm yourself. There's a lot to making beer, but it's also very simple at the basic level. So when you're not drinking your own beer, what do you like to kick back? Um, I, it's, you don't even have to leave our town. There's amazing breweries around. Um, and we tend to make very high alcohol beers, so I'm definitely not drinking that all the time. Um, session beers, very flavorful, low alcohol beers are something I like to have every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Set it on the radio. <laughs> but yes, absolutely. So for this one, you certainly don't have to get into specifics, but as a father and a brewer, uh, at what age do you think you will start introducing your son to <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> well, he already has brewing boots. What, what are brewing boots? Well, little, the rubber, little rubber boots he walks around in. So like what a traditional brewer would wear in, 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 at work. Um, this is hard to say. It's incriminating. Um, <laughs> it'll I mean, always be around him. So my, I guess my, mm -hmm. my goal and job as a father is to, to, to bring him up correctly to where that's not an issue no matter what age he's at, because that is going to be a life that he's involved in. So. I have a question. 
Okay, if it's the apocalypse and you need to get into the group, we're talking Walking Dead style, zombies, and you need to convince us that you have to be in our group to stay alive. What's your skill? Well, I have beer, and I think at that time, that would, I can't think of a better time to have a beer. You're in, you're in. Um, where can I buy Blacklist? We are in a good majority of liquor stores in the Duluth area, and we have expanded to the Twin Cities. Um, where can you drink it on tap? Zeitgeist Arts Cafe, Lake Avenue Cafe has it on tap. Sarah's Table has it on tap. Cool, yum. <laughs> well, there you go. All topped off with fresh Blacklist beer. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Yay! Brian. I've captained my heart like a fairy for the poor I've played that part and I won't do it anymore I want to know how it feels on the brighter shore The river is strengthened by the rain It is strengthened by your tears God, I wish I could say the same for me the past few years People say it every day I want to know how it feels So how you want to know me now With the bright lights on or with them out No, I don't need to mess around But I'll take what I'm allowed Like the brightest of stones Shining in the stream God, I've been alone and reliant on the sunbeams To make the fruit you've owned and fermented in the memory But when the night is still and the moon is blue and cold Honey, I've been compelled to keep something as my own Something that you've held far more carefully than gold So how you want to know me now With the bright lights on or with them out No, I don't need to mess around But I'll take what I'm allowed Now far between the banks, far from the solid ground I've been known to walk that plank when no one is around Some of the things that make me think are enough to make you drown Won't go down, no, no, no So how you wanna know me now with the bright lights on or with the mouth? No, I don't need to mess around, but I'll take what I'm allowed. So how you wanna know me now, with the bright lights on or with the mouth? No, I don't need to mess around, but I'll take what I'm allowed.
a little pitchy there oh. at the end. Sorry, I think I'm still recovering from that. Quiet, let's just go check on the girls. Shut up, Debbie. You're such a slut. <laughs> so? <laughs> Blake, I, I've got a question for you. Shoot, Bill. Let's say it's dusk. Okay. And I'm driving down the road. Well, I'm glad this is all hypothetical, but sure, continue. And I'm driving the speed of light. Of course you are. And then I turn on the headlights. What happens? I don't know. Kind of hurts my mind to think about. Well, that's what beer's for. <laughs> yes, indeed. Here you go. You know what, though? I'll call my brother. He's a theoretical physicist. Ask Brooks. Ask him anything you want about stuff. But keep in mind he has a doctorate in theoretical physics. If that helps refine your topic, ask Brooks. Ask Brooks! Hello? Yeah, hey, it's Blake. So what happens if you're driving at the speed of light and you flip on your headlights? Okay, so first, only things that are perfectly massless can ever really travel at the speed of light. So no matter how much you soup up your car, or no matter whether your car is, say, a Honda Civic, which is pretty close to massless, you're never really going to be able to get to exactly the speed of light. But okay, let's say you get close, and then you turn on the headlights. What happens? Well, one of the fundamental principles of nature is that the speed of light appears to be the same to everyone no matter what speed they're moving at. So when you turn on the headlights, the light that streams out of those headlights is going to be traveling at the speed of light. But keep in mind that the light that you see with your eye isn't the light that's streaming out of the headlights, but the light that's reflected back to you from things that are in front of you or from light scattering off the dust in the air. And that's what you see. So, actually, although the speed of light is the same to everyone, the frequency of that light, whether that light appears red or blue, differs depending on your speed. So much in the same way that the sound of, say, a train moving toward you and the sound of a train after it's passed you moving away differ in pitch, kind of like this. In that same way, the frequency of light changes depending on the speed that you're moving when it's reflecting back to you. So for example, let's say you're traveling at a leisurely a third of the speed of light. The light that's reflected back to you will seem very bluish because it'll be shifted to higher frequencies. If you're traveling much faster than that, the light will have such a high frequency that it'll be in the ultraviolet and you won't be able to see it at all. So your headlights will be pretty much useless to you. And then if you really rev up the car and are traveling at a speed that differs from the speed of light by only one part in a trillion, your headlights will have such a high frequency that they'll effectively be beams of gamma rays. You won't see anything reflected back to you, but that's probably a good thing because you probably don't want to see the carnage that that's going to cause. Make sense? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Ask Brooks. So does that clear everything up for you, Bill? I think so, yeah. <laughs> as clean as a whistle, clear as a bell. Then we can go to hell. That's very nice, Bill. I couldn't have written it better myself.
That's because you don't write songs anymore. Sure I do. You write songs these days like, I ride my panda on the lake walk, which isn't very often. Well, you know, I own this place, and what would you do if I closed up shop to get back to songwriting? I'd definitely spend more time riding my panda. <laughs> but, I mean, don't you miss being on the road? You serious? Arguing with promoters over money and sleeping in the back rooms of bars? Being away from the people you love? Nah, I'm pretty happy right here playing for you, Bill. And I do have a new song. You want to hear it? <laughs> are jellyfish terrifying? Well, <laughs> we've established that they are. <laughs> Fingertips, that word that never left my lips, an orphaned memory, sometimes near enough to wrap a coat around my shoulders for a second, then it's gone, but it will come again. That I'm almost certain But how I want to be That shadow cast upon the kitchen wall Perfectly adaptable Sliding through that jagged landscape of knives and corners, other bodies, edges of a family table. Mm -hmm. How I love to see myself the way that she looks at me. Champagne bottle hanging from a clothesline Swaying in the wind at night And I long to find that something An orphaned memory Sometimes Hey, Blake. Hi, Don Ness, uh, mayor of Duluth. <laughs> oh, come on, Blake. No need to be so formal. Feel free to call me Mr. Mayor. <laughs> right, sorry. <clears throat> it's okay. Anyway, I was just walking past, and I heard the sound of a banjo, and man, I love banjos. Have you ever heard of uh, Trampled by Turtles? 
Yes, Mr. Mayor, you know, actually, I play a little Aren't music myself. Aren't they great? <laughs> yes, Mr. Mayor. And do you know that they're from here, right? Also, do you know that they're close personal friends of mine? I have Dave Simonette's personal cell phone number, and we've texted each other before. No, really, really, I'll share, I'll show you. I'd be like, what up, D? OMG, I'm LMAO, or whatever. <laughs> And then I'd sign off by typing later, but with the number eight. L-8-R. And I won't even type my name because he'll know it's me. And then there's my good friend, Banjo Dave. And as far as I'm concerned, compared to old Banjo Dave, any other banjo player is just a fraud. Well, Mr. Mayor, you know I'm actually holding a banjo right and, now. Anyway, whenever I hear banjos in this town, I just know that there must be something super artsy going on. <laughs> and I really like things that are artsy. In fact, this is the very essence, the very ethos of what's happening in Duluth. It's embedded in everything we do and everything we are as a community. We're rightfully proud of this incredible artist who called Duluth home. But that community-based ethos transcends any one artist or any narrow definition of what art is. In the broad spectrum of human existence, the art scene in Duluth is, wait a minute, is that banjo? <laughs> oh yeah, it sounded like you were making a little speech about the importance of the arts in our community, so I thought I'd jump in with a little inspirational underscoring. Hey, that's pretty good, pretty artsy. <laughs> I like it. Hey Blake, you are playing the banjo. Yeah. Just like my close personal friend, Banjo Dave. From the internationally touring band Trampled by Turtles. Who are from Duluth. So, let's see, anyway, where was I? Uh, the, the broad spectrum of human existence. Right, 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 right. Uh, so, take Homegrown Music Festival, for example, which is coming up soon. It's my favorite week of the year. Why? Homegrown is an event born out of the uniqueness of this city. For eight days, we feature over 200 local acts, an amazing talent that is found across our rocky hillside overlooking the world's greatest lake. For eight days, we'll celebrate the very essence of locally focused arts community. Folks down the Twin Cities, they get soft. They sit around waiting for Bruce Springsteen or Miley Cyrus or the latest skinny jean wearing hipster buzz band to come to town. Well, in Duluth, we're not waiting for some superstar to come to town. Instead, we see a really nice but scruffy looking guy hunch over his guitar in the corner of the bar and we support that guy and then that guy ends up being Charlie Parr. Hey Blake, do you know what the call letters for the ABC affiliate in Duluth stand for? WDIO? I, I didn't think they stood for anything. Wrong! It stands for, we do it our own damn selves. <laughs> our own damn selves is one long hyphenated word. <laughs> the point is, that's the very basis of a true artistic community. It's the struggle, the challenge, the beauty that comes from creating something true and authentic and worthy of celebration. That's the essence of what makes Duluth special, and that's why we live here. Yes! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah!
anyway, like I said, I just heard the banjo playing, so I figured I'd pop my head in. Gotta go. See you later, Blake. Bye, Don. <laughs> I didn't know if I was ever going to step foot in this place again. You have a stalactite hanging from your ear. Just about to call last call. Can I get you anything? Yes, please. Blacklist. Wit noir. (laughs) Wait, who are you? I'm Andy. Sweetness, I'm Zach. High five. (laughs) Okay, ready? Andy, your fate will be determined by this test. Okay, I'm ready. Name three local breweries. Blacklist, I tried Blacklist for the first time tonight. Okay, that's one, two more. I, I, I can't think of any. You live in Duluth and you can't think of two more breweries? I can think of like 50. I just moved here and I, I like tequila. Okay, well, you got some homework to do, but you're all right. Blake, two tequila shots. Uh, make it three. Last call, last call for alcohol. You better check with Steve and Jamie. Wow, this place again. Hey, Steve. Hey, Jamie. Huh. We're only back here because it's the only place open. Yeah. It's still lame. Yeah, so lame. Right. Well, thanks anyway. It's last call. What'll you have? Can you pour some Jack Daniels in this plastic princess slipper? You know what? No. You're going to have some blacklist with the rest of us. Take it or leave it. Oh, oh. fine. Fascist. Okay. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. in the summer one early fall just trying to find my little all in all and now she's gone and I don't worry no I'm sitting on top of the world once in the spring one summer's day just when she left me she's gonna stay now she's Train works done got hard. 
Can you stick around for a minute? Sure. Uh, so Mary told me you did a great job today. She did? You did? I said pretty. Yeah, good. yeah, close enough. So what do you say? You've got the job if you want it. Yes, totally. Thank you. Can you work tomorrow? Sure. Great. Mary, take the day off. Uh, well, okay. Maybe I'll go to the ice caves and do what Zach did. <laughs> Old belligerent Bill says... Play that old one I like. Which old one? The song from the old Emerald Coffee Radio Hour. You bet, Bill. I, I don't think I know this one. It's easy. Here, take this wine glass. You just run your finger around the top and just hum when Mary does. Love will lift you up, real love will lift you up, real love will never let you down for long. Love will make you sing, real love is another thing, real love will have you singing your own song. When they come at you with gnashing teeth and silver gloves, love will lift you up. Real love will lift you up. And when they mourn you before your time has come, love will lift you up. Real love will lift you up. And when they need you, when they are not in need Love will lift you up Love will lift you up
Okay, it's that time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Okay. Well, I think I'm gonna head home. Gotta work tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm out, too. I'll, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, Blake. I told you you could take the day off. I know, but I'll see ya. You know, for the life of me, I just cannot understand why the two of you don't just get together, stay together. Well, Bill, if life just played out the way we see it playing out in our heads, I think it'd be pretty boring. Gotta have things to look forward to. Take the, the snake in your India story, for example. Uh, yes, please, I'll take the snake and you take my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Keep working on that comedy routine, Bill. So, right, here's this snake. And he's slithering around the outskirts of a remote Indian village, loving life, doing what a snake does, untethered, unafraid. And he sees this pig. And the snake doesn't know that the pig is trapped in a pen. He just sees a big old pig. And in the mind of the snake, he sees this scenario playing out. He's going to sneak up on the pig, lunge at it, coil about it a couple of times, quite literally squeeze the life out of it, eat it whole, and then he's going to slither off. And all of that happens exactly how he saw it in his head, except for that last bit. He never does slither off. It's those little unexpected twists that you don't see coming. You gotta have those or life gets mighty boring. You do realize the snake dies, right? <laughs> well, right, the, the villagers kill it because they've had this plan all along, but the snake knew absolutely nothing about it. He never could have, he's a snake. So there you have it. What, what do I have? Well, there are hands at work right now sculpting our fate, too, Bill, and we know nothing about it. Poop. <laughs> it's all just things to look forward to. Well, Bill, it's probably about that time. You get home safe. Uh, don't forget, jellyfish are terrifying. Yes, they sure are. I'm going to lock up behind you. I'll see you tomorrow. I look forward to it. Got a world of trouble, honey, on my mind You're a world of trouble and I'm just a satellite Doesn't feel like I'm moving, no, I get no farther from you But now the earth is a mother and the moon is just blue So how long, how long Till all my love is gone God, I'm gonna go down to Texas Gonna try to wonder why Gonna leave whatever I can leave behind Stop down through Denver See a girl I know Well, she broke my heart But that was such a long time ago So how long, how long Till all my love is gone You could have been such a pretty memory Before I drove it through the mud well, Sometimes it seems to me That time is only out for blood God, I walked it to the graveyard 
and I listen to you pray. You said that everybody gotta have some kind of faith in some way. Well, sad people get lonely, other people get free. And everybody's gonna hurt you no matter who you decide to be. So how long, how long? Till all my love is gone, God, I woke up in the morning thunder in my head and I wish I hadn't said whatever it was that I said there's moonlight on the water the ships out at sea gonna leave my love for you as an unheard masterpiece gonna leave my love for you as an unheard masterpiece gonna leave my love for you as an unheard masterpiece Take it with you is Blake Thomas, Mary Fox, Andy Fry, Andy Bennett, Katie Helbacca, Zach Stouffer, Robert Lee, and Ryan Nelson. Our sound engineer is Nick Gosen. We were joined this week by Brian Schonzenbach of Blacklist Brewing, Kelly Nitz on the upright bass, and the mayor of Duluth, Minnesota, Don Ness. The question in our Ask Brooks segment came from Ed in Edina, Minnesota. And if you have any science questions you'd like answered, shoot us an email at info at takeitwithyou.org or find us on Facebook. The show tonight was performed in the Underground Theater here in Duluth. Our logo was designed by the one and only the wickedly talented Sarah Luke. Our Foley door was made by Matt Gildner. A special thanks to Crystal Pelkey and the Underground staff, the Duluth Playhouse, Tom Isbell, and KUMD. You can find more info about Blacklist Beer at blacklistbrewing.com. And come down to the Underground on May 20th to join us in the audience for our next episode. And visit us online at takeitwithyou.org. Thanks so much. Yeah.